welcome back to the Turning 30 podcast, a place where we talk about what it's really like to turn 30. I'm your host, life coach, Emma Wilson, and I'm here to help you feel better, get unstuck, and be more confident at 30. Now, this week's episode is the first of a two-part special series that I've created with my previous podcast guest, friend, colleague, and now retreat co-host, Yelena. We're going to be diving into a topic that I know so many of you struggle with when you're turning 30, whether that's in a few years or whether you're already 30. And it's that feeling that you get that just something is a little bit off. That little niggle, I love calling it that word, that niggle that you really, you can't quite understand why something doesn't feel right, but you know that you're craving a change and you know that something has to shift. And you want to change, but you feel like you can't really know the next steps or know exactly what to do because you don't have a full understanding of even how you feel right now or where you want to go. And in my coaching, I often refer to the word alignment. And I say, turn 30 and come into alignment. But really, not many people actually know what that means. And I've started to understand from speaking to my community that even though I repeat this word, many times and I'm often saying it, it's become a bit of a buzzword for me in my business that many of you don't really understand what it means to be aligned and also what it looks like and actually what it feels like when your life isn't aligned. So that really is the purpose of these two episodes because I wanted to take the time and to invite Yelena to do this with me to break down what that means and really to just give some understanding of what to do if you feel like you're in a time of your life where you're not at rock bottom, things aren't awful, things aren't terrible, but you do feel like something isn't actually the way that you want it to be. So in this episode, this first one of the two-part series, we're going to be diving into how to spot when something feels off. And we're going to do this by sharing our own personal examples of what that feels like, really talking about what we see in our own clients. And by the end of the episode, you should have a deeper understanding of the ways that this feeling off is showing up in your life, in the way that you feel, in your thoughts and in your behaviors. And then in the next episode, what we're going to do is give you a really practical guide of what you can do to change it. So what you can do to go from that space where something feelings off and to step into alignment. This episode is also a kind of announcement and a celebration in honor of the release of our brand new retreat which is aptly called the Align Retreat and is taking place this summer, so August 2023, in the UK. You can find the full details in the retreat information page, which is in the podcast blurb of this episode. There's a link there and you can follow that link and go and find out all of the information, what's included in the retreat, the costs and really what we're going to be doing there. Or you can head over to my Instagram at turning30coach and look there on my story highlights and the link in the bio to go and find out more details. This retreat is a four-day transformative, immersive, exciting and game-changing retreat that Yelena and I have put together. It's going to combine coaching, human design, breath work and really coming together with a community of other 
women, like-minded individuals who are working on their personal development. Now, most of you will know from listening to the podcast that I'm a life coach. I have many different programs and courses. You can work with me one-on-one. You can work with me in a group. And retreats is something really new for me because I'm mainly working with women one-on-one. And really what I am excited for and the next step in my business is to bring people together. I really love the idea of community. So if you are available this summer, you are wanting to pour into your own cup, do something just for yourself, you want to jumpstart. I love using that word jumpstart because I feel like it's really relevant here. The coaching program that we're going to do is as if you're doing a coaching program with me, but just kind of wrapped up in a package over a few days. And the amazing thing about it that I think is so relevant to the Turning 30 community is the opportunity to meet other people who are the same as you, other people who are going through the same thing and bringing those people together to allow new friendships to flourish and allow you to meet people who are at the same stage of life as you. So you know, I'm sure that I speak about this a lot, the importance of solo travel, the importance of new friendships in your 30s and the importance of you know, working on yourself at this really pivotal time. So I feel like the retreat really is something that brings all of those things together in one very nicely wrapped package where all you really need to do is show up. But in order to show up, you need to actually go and book. And if you're feeling that it's something that you're interested in, but you're not really sure and you have some questions, there's also a link on the retreat information page where you can book in a call directly with me or with Yelena and you can ask those questions. The early bird prices go up on April the 14th. So I think that's just a couple of days away from when I'm publishing this episode. So really, if you want to get the retreat for the cheapest price, I would recommend going and signing up before the early bird finishes, which will be at the end of this week. So without further ado, I'm going to dive into the episode. I'm not going to repeat the introduction of Yelena because many of my community already know her. She's already been on the podcast and I'm just going to dive straight into the episode so that we can already get to all the juicy things about what to do if you're turning 30, you're in your 30s and you feel like something is off. Hello, hello and welcome back to the Turning 30 podcast. Hi, I'm so happy to be back. So before we even dive into the episode, I want to just take a minute to acknowledge the first episode and how we don't know why and we don't know what happened. Let's just really acknowledge that, well, I didn't do anything different to release this episode in any different way. And our episode that was released back in October, I think it was, maybe it was November, received almost double the amount of downloads and listens for any of my other episodes that were released in the same amount of time. So yay to us, because always fun that lots of people liking the episodes and resonating with it. And I know that most of my episodes that get attention and have higher statistics come because people share them. So people listen and then they decide that they want to either put it on their socials or they send it to their friends or people who they know will love it. So I think it's safe to say that people loved our last recording together. That makes me very happy. I remember going into it and being so nervous about like who would want to listen to this. And then also listening back to it, I was like, oh, it's just a conversation between two friends. I'm not sure whether it's that valuable for people. So it makes me very, very happy. 
And the humble side of me is also feeling like I really have no idea why it was so popular. The other part of me is like, hell yeah, we are amazing and <laughs> deservedly so. And yeah, so I'm excited yeah. also to record this today. Yeah, I love that division between the humble and the the other side because I just even said, I'm not sure what we did differently, but I think the truth is, is that we were really, the episode was really special, the vibe between us and also your story. I think it's really important. And again, I said this in the last episode, but I'm so proud of you that you shared it. For anyone listening who doesn't have a clue what we're talking about, we're not going to recap, but Elena really bravely shared her story of how her 30s look completely different to what she expected them to look like based on what happened in her 20s. And she tells the story and we talk about lots of really interesting 30 related topics. So if you haven't listened to it yet, I really recommend going back and having a listen when you have the time. And in the meantime, we'll just keep celebrating because not only are we podcast co-hosts, co-hosts, your guest and I'm the host, but also we are uh, doing a retreat together. We are hosting our first retreat together, the Align Retreat, which is taking place this summer in the UK, which I know is a very special location for both of us. And in honor of the retreat, I have invited you back on to the podcast today to carry on the conversation, talking all about turning 30 and feeling off, turning 30 and how to get clarity when you're not really sure why you're feeling off. And we're going to dive into some really important topics today in honor of the launch of the retreat. And before we start, I will just say to everyone listening that we are going to do this in two separate episodes. So the first episode, the one that you're listening to now, is going to really talk about this feeling off. We're going to define a little bit about what that means and share our own personal stories of what happened to us when we were in that space and talk a little bit about the work we do in relation to that. And then the next episode, which will be released next week, if you're listening in real time, is going to be talking all about what to do next. So it's going to be super practical episode, really wanting to give all of you as much value as possible and really talk about some of the activities and the methods that you can already start using now that we're going to be using on the retreat. So I think to kick off, I'll start by asking the question and I'll throw it over to you. What does it mean to you to feel off? If you have a client, let's say somebody comes to you and they're feeling, they don't, they can't put their finger on it. They're just feeling like something isn't quite right. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, of course, everyone is so different and there can be so many different things. But I think in this context that we are discussing particularly today, let's say example would be they have all their ducks in a row and it looks like they're doing things which they're supposed to be doing. And also, like I have been there where everything on paper looks like everything that is in my life seems to be reasonably performing well, but something doesn't feel quite right. And something feels a little bit forced or some of my achievements are not making me happy. So I just think that sensation of on paper it looks good, but something just doesn't feel quite right. Doesn't feel like me. I feel stuck. That's the feeling for me of not alignment. 
And that's the topic that we are discussing. And that's actually the, the whole theme of our retreat. It's like how to know that you're in, that alignment, in alignment. And for me, that just indicates that you might be doing some things that are against your true nature, against what actually you truly, truly want. And this is where that sensation creeps in. And yeah, a lot of my clients coming to me exactly for that reason. I'm doing all the right things, but something doesn't feel quite right. And that's off. That's being stuck in alignment. What about you? How? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. I think that I see different types of clients. So I see clients who, exactly like you said, who have done all the quote unquote right things, feel like they have the job that they're supposed to have. They may be in a relationship and you know, doing all the right things. They're maybe on the way to buying a house. They're maybe, you know, they've moved into their apartment alone. They're kind of like meeting, like you said, all those things that are supposed to make you feel good, but something still feels off. So that's like one category of client that I see because these, I think for this category, and it's very much categorizing people and putting them in boxes, which I don't usually like to do, but we'll just do it for this for the sake of the, the podcast. When people have this, it really calls to me that they're doing things that society said that they should do that isn't necessarily in line with what they truly wanted at the time when they started doing it or want right now. So that's one box we can say, we can put people in. And the other side of things, the other type is when people know that they want to change and they don't have those things, they don't have their ducks in a row but they just don't know where to start. And they just have a feeling that everything feels a bit off. And I would say mm. that that's also another, you know, type of client that I work with. And, you know, I really like the title of like something feeling off because I think when people come to this work, when they come into the world of personal development, when they come into the space of wellness and wanting to change themselves, often they feel that they need to, really like be a breaking point like you have to be at rock bottom you have to be in this space where like you just know that you need to make a change and it's absolutely not true and I can definitely share about my personal journey with that of I never really reached a rock I didn't have this like rock bottom moment where I looked at my life and I looked in the mirror and I thought oh my god I need to change right now or something you know something's got to give it didn't it wasn't like that it was just that everything felt a little bit mediocre and everything felt a little bit unaligned right and that's the word that we keep coming back to because what we really when we when we're saying something's off we're really what we're meaning like you just said is that we're feeling not in alignment and yeah that's what comes up for me is that when people reach this space they think that it has to be really really clear and clear cut that they need to make a change and I often think that that's not the case I often think that the truth is that people just aren't living a life exactly like they want to for many different reasons mostly because of society and for that reason they start to have all different behaviors which we're going to dive into now do you resonate with that what I just said exactly I think like what you touched upon is very important it's living according to what society tells and listening to external as opposed to internal inner knowing it's like okay something feels off like what should I do looking around others and being like well do they're doing that let me try that 
instead of like, oh, actually, let me pause for a second and reconnect to my heart, because this knowing what would be aligned to you, what would actually feel like authentic expression of you, what would feel like living a heart-centered life doesn't come from head. You can't figure it out. You can't figure it out by looking around. You have to really reconnect with yourself and ask these questions to yourself. And only then you can move in alignment with your true nature. But what we often do is like, okay, in society, this is what's accepted. Let me try these things because, you know, it works for others. And that's not really the way to go if we actually want to live life in alignment with with ourselves. And, you know, you you mentioned that, like, you never hit the rock bottom. Well, queen of rock bottoms here, (laughs) reporting live, had a few, you know, like, it's not fun. So I guess the idea now what I'm practicing is instead of getting to that point of, like, just driving in the wrong direction, constantly doing the work on myself and, like, does this still feel like me? Does this still feel aligned? Does this still serve me? Is this still what I really want? Is this my definition of success? Like, constantly questioning myself as opposed to getting to those points of like where everything just feels like completely off yeah I love that because I do think when we when it comes to alignment when it comes to being in alignment which I think that we should define no we've touched upon it but I think we should be like really clear what we're talking about but I think that it's a continuous question it's not something that you just do one day you know you did it a few years ago I did it when I turned 29 and again when I turned 33 and that's it you just do it once it's a constant question that you're asking yourself so I'm really happy that you said that because I think that's really important it's not like a tick box it's not like okay great I'm gonna come into alignment now I'm gonna make some new decisions I'm gonna leave my partner I'm gonna move house I'm gonna move country I'm gonna change job I'm going to set some boundaries with some friends and that's it I'm done it's constant work and I really think that is that you know, it's a very Instagram meme of saying like healing isn't linear and it's like, you've still got to do the work, but it's true. And I feel like that's something just really important to like put, you know, a post-it note on in the conversation. But what would you say the definition of, of alignment is for you? Yeah, for me, being in alignment means being in flow with your personal truth. Asking yourself, what is your personal source of happiness, joy, success, and acting according to that, as opposed to what success looks like, what will look good. You have nothing to prove. You have nothing to prove to society. You don't have to do what other people do. I mean, if you want things that majority of people seem to want, that's great. Like happy for you. That will feel in alignment for you. But if it doesn't feel like it's actually satisfying and fulfilling you, then you have to ask yourself. And it like you it it can be scary because that might look very different from what it looks to others. So that's that's my definition of it. What about you? How would you define it? I love that definition and I love the use of the word flow. I think it's really mm-hmm. important word because I think a lot of the like usage of that word flow, when you are doing things that are aligned, like things feel flowy. But for me, in my content and the way that I personally define alignment is living a life according to your values. It really is as simple as that, you know, born often into a life that we live and we don't really question like what's important to us. What are the things, what are the values that really we want to show up in our everyday? How do we want to behave? How do we want to feel? How do we want to live our lives? And, you know, lots of people don't ever question that. They just kind of go along and just do 
whatever they're meant to. And that's why they feel not aligned because actually when they start to do this work and really take a deep dive into thinking, what is important to me? What are the values that I want to live by? And then you start Mm. to live by them. And yeah, that's the definition. I feel like I'm, I'm like, keep rambling on to keep carrying on defining it but it really is as simple as that is understanding what your values are and I think something that's really key to point out here is that whilst many people have shared values everyone does have different values like it's not like it's the same it's not a cookie cutter every single person wants to live by the ten commandments or you know what we're supposed to live by you know don't you know don't commit murder or whatever like obviously we all have those basic values but at the same time like we all have different values like sometimes I'll give an example for myself like I really value freedom it's like a huge one for me but I know a lot of my friends really value security And they would much prefer to be in a secure place than to have that feeling of freedom. Freedom to them doesn't feel like it's important. So I really want to say that whilst we all share humanitarian values, many of us actually have additional values to that. And it's important that we understand what they are so we can live our life according to them. Because as we'll go on to talk about now, that feeling of living life not according to your values, it can feel really shitty. It can feel really dissonant. So what what do you think of this uh, definition? I love that. And actually, you mentioned flow. You know, it has really become this buzzword in, in like wellness and this like holistic healing space, like flow. And there is this meme which is like, I would love to go with the flow, but what time does the flow start? And actually, <laughs> the flow the flow starts the moment you stop forcing things that are not meant for you. Flow starts when you start like really questioning what you're doing and why and whether you're going in the right direction. And it's very hard to explain it. But once you actually start experimenting with that, you you get that sense like, oh, actually, this is flow. And, ah, like now I know. It, and that sensation of flow is like, you know, I like to use this analogy when you're swimming in the river, but you if you try to swim against the current, it will be really, really hard because it's against the current, but you're swimming and you can get you know forward, but it will be really, really bloody hard. And you'll be exhausted, you'll be burned out, and it will not make you happy because you'll you'll forget why you were even going there, because that's how you know the current is just gonna keep bringing you back. Whereas if you turn around and start swimming with the current in the right direction, it will feel like flow and ease. It will not be easy because there is still work involved. You still have to swim and move your arms and legs and just get to where you are going, but at least you'll be going in the right direction. So this is what we are trying to get to and like to sort of for others to understand. It's you can make different choices. You can, you can pick your own direction and you can really tune in to the current where it's trying to bring you and stop forcing things which might might not come naturally to you and start really reaping the benefits of things that come easy to you, that bring you joy, that actually bring you closer to where you want to be, but authentically, because you start asking questions, is this really me? Does this feel like me? So that's just to wrap the subject up of defining it. But yeah, how does that sound to you? Yeah, I mean... And we're going to talk about now, I wanted for us to share some of our own personal times when we've not been in alignment, where we've really felt that we're swimming against the current. And I think that's such a perfect analogy for it, because when I look back to the times in my life where I've not been in alignment, 
and it's not felt good, it has felt like I'm swimming uphill. It's exactly how I would try, well, how I would have described it. And I didn't know at the time, because I think in some way we're like signaled that life is sometimes hard, you know, some, and, and it's the truth, you know, not everything's always uh, sunshines and butterflies. And I think that sometimes when we're in that space of not feeling aligned and things do feel more difficult and it does feel like an uphill battle, we make ourselves feel better by saying, oh, but yeah, you know, sometimes life is bad or sometimes things are hard or you have to work hard to get to where you want to go. But when I look back at those times, I can now really see with hindsight that it was just because I was so out of alignment of who I truly was. And I was trying so hard to, to fit into somebody else's boxes. So yeah, I really love that analogy. And I think this leads nicely onto the next part of the conversation that is what does it feel like really? What are the symptoms, so to speak, of not living in alignment? What are the symptoms of trying to be someone you're not and how that can show up? And we can already say that one of the symptoms is feeling off, right? That's the whole t- the title of the episode. When we feel off, it's usually coming from a place that we're not feeling aligned. Now, what else, maybe from your own personal experience or also from working with other people, do you see as the main, again, symptoms, if that's what we want to define them as, for not living in alignment? Mm. I think the biggest one is this just overall feeling of restlessness and, yeah, anxiety starts creeping back in and this feeling of being unsettled. Uh, one of modalities I work with is human design. So we talk a lot about not self theme there, which is basically how you how to spot for different types, how you're not in alignment. And these are the feelings of frustration, bitterness, anger, disappointment. And, you know, life is life. And sometimes you will be disappointed and sometimes you can feel a little bitter. But if something in your life is causing these sensations, you really have to look at it like, okay, well, like that's you you're not supposed to guess what you're not supposed to feel bitter or like majority of your day or like your week or your month and if there are particular things that are frustrating you or uh, making you angry that's not a natural feeling it's not you having issues it's like something in your life is giving you a signal that it needs to be reassessed mm. so that that would be my first symptom what about you how how would you relate to well, that what I just want to say about that, that it's it's so true. And this leads on from what I was saying before about how people say, oh, it's, you know, things should be hard. And I think things like for me that comes up is when you're in your 20s and you first start your career and you start doing something. And this is really what happened to me. And then people will say like, no, but you're at the start of your career. You know, it's supposed to be difficult. And I would feel just constant frustration, constantly feeling like, something doesn't feel right constantly feeling sad and yeah I guess bitter was also something that came from that and yeah like it exactly want to I want to repeat what you said you're not supposed to all the time feel those feelings it's like okay we're humans and we have human brains so there are going to be a mixture of emotions and sometimes you are expected to feel that way but if it's taking up a majority of your brain space and you know the, your emotional experience then I think that's exactly right it's exactly right that it's not supposed to be that way and it is a sign that something underlying is going on now I'm just trying to think what I see most because obviously I've worked with so many people who come to me who are feeling this way and I want to speak about comparison because I think that you know 
when people, and I'll say, obviously, turning 30 coach, I have to get this in. When people are turning 30, comparison does go on hyper speed. And I think that that comparison is natural at this age. It's not, it's natural for anybody with a human brain. It's it's particularly prevalent for people who are turning 30 because of all the society signals. And I think comparison, when it becomes really overbearing and overwhelming, is a signal of non-alignment. Because when you aren't living a life according to your own values, you're not, when you feel like you're swimming against the stream, even more so, you go out and look at what everyone else is doing. And I know I had that as well. When you're feeling particularly like you're on the wrong path, you become hyper-focused on everybody else's path. So I see this a lot. I see a lot of clients come to me and instead of really doing the work on themselves or or wanting to invest in themselves or wanting to you know really make changes, their minds are so set on what everyone else is doing. And I think a good example of careers is that people just get really caught up on everyone else's progress. And that can look like going on LinkedIn and looking at other people's profiles and really hyper-focusing on that friend who just got promoted to manager while you're still an associate and really just, yeah, that's a really, really big one. I see that you become almost like trying to, and you mentioned this before, actually, really trying to fix yourself by looking at the external, but you're just making the problem worse. Yes. I love that. And actually like everything you said, yes. And also there is this comparison that I have personally experienced uh, where you compare yourself to people that are ahead of you. Let's say, for example, if you're in a corporate job and you're like looking at your manager, but actually it feels like I actually don't want day life. I remember when I was in corporate, I was like looking at my seniors. Like I was an account director at this bank, but I would be looking at like the general manager. He was exhausted. He was traveling. He was really like just a shallow a human and also like my uh, other people who were senior they just look gray and like overwhelmed and I was like I don't want their lives I really like if that's next step like sign me out in the beginning it's kind of like you're going with it and you're like yeah 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 more and then like wait a second do I actually want to work through my holidays never see my family and also like just look like kind of like they were not oozing health let's say and the habits they were picking up I was not like really relating to them anymore and I was like oh wow that's that's really not what I want and same in like relationships I feel you know I was still in London when I was yeah like in my early 30s I'm still in my early 30s but like let's say I was 31 32 and I was in London and there were people like kind of like setting down and moving to suburbs of London and then like commuting or like working remotely I'm like I I think that's me and you know like it's like I'm happy for them and I can still be happy for them but like if you made me do that like would I actually want to do that and then it's like all happy things are happening for them and like good for them but for me I want different so like what is that what I want and then questioning myself like how, how does that sound it's such a signal that you're not on the right path if you look at people who are on the path ahead of you and you don't feel connected to them or expanded by them or inspired by them. And I can tell you that when I finally quit law because I quit it for the first time and then I moved country and got a job as a lawyer again. And then I sat at my desk and I was like, oopsie, this, this is the same job. Doesn't matter where the desk is. And 
I think that the final straw for me was looking at the partner who was a woman who was really excited to work under a woman partner, actually, because I, I didn't get so much the opportunity to do that during my training contract in London. And I was really excited. And I looked at her and she was like, just exactly like you said, not somebody I would ever want to be like, you know, poor woman. She was so stressed. She was running around the office as if she was like, you know, running into surgeries just to go into meetings. She was <laughs> super like anxious. You could tell that she was really like had been upset and emotional, but she was trying to hide it. And, and it, you know, her whole vibe was just like, I remember looking at her and, at her and being like, if this is my future, if this is what's waiting for me, a life that is resembles this in any way, then it is absolutely not for me. And that's one of the big decisions when I decided finally to leave law for good. And I want to say that, you know, my career story was not very linear because I quit law and then I went into another semi-corporate role and I was working in events and sales and the CEO who was this amazing woman and in some ways she was really inspirational she was really somebody who I really looked up to and I really thought wow like she's a she was a powerhouse and she was really demanded attention and she, there was lots of great things about the way that she was and I I was expanded by her in some ways, but I didn't want to be like her. I didn't want you know, my career to go in that direction. What she was doing and the type of work that she was doing and the, the rooms that she was in weren't rooms that I really wanted to be in. So I think it's just a really good point here that if you are looking around at the people who are living a similar life for you and you feel repressed, held back, more of those negative emotions, the frustration, the bitter, the overwhelm, yeah, it's, it's a certainly a sign of misalignment. Mm, yeah, and it's just like important to question, just observe right now, like actually once you get there, if you start like trying to seek that promotion or that like next step in your love life and, and so on, like will it actually look like will it give you the feeling of satisfaction, of peace or whatever it is that you are after? Will it actually make you feel like that or actually you will get there but it will add more stress exhaustion and so on it's such an important thing I, I also think to discern is to get clear on not what your goals are it's very important don't want to dismiss that but how do you want to feel when you achieve those goals and if you want to feel peace and this state of flow and confidence and all of these things like which are like normally we want to also feel joy and happiness and satisfaction and you know, being seen, like once you get there, will it give you that? Or actually the promotion is going to add more stress, overwhelm, you're going to be tired. You can like, what, what, what are the feelings that you are achieving by taking the next step? And if that, those are not the feelings you want, why are you doing it? Like ask yourself that. And I want to add to that. We're getting feisty now. I feel like we're really getting into yes, the nitty really. <laughs> really, You can't see the video, the recording, we're both being like, yes, come on. You can see our body language, but you know, I want to add to that, that, you know, we t we call the episode feeling off. And I, like I was saying before that a lot of people when they're feeling off, don't take action because then don't have clarity about what they want to do next. And they, that holds them back. So people, I can really say this, people who come to me and say, I really do want to sign up to the group program or sign up to the one-on-one -on -one or go on the retreat, but I don't really know what my goals are. So I'm just going to stay in this place of feeling off for longer and what you said is often the, the answer that I reply. It doesn't matter if you don't know what the next step is. All you need to know is that you want to feel differently. And even when I have clients come through the program, at the start of the program, I often say we do an activity, the future you activity. And in that activity, 
we're talking about the future version of yourself, it's very rare that somebody says, oh, I know exactly I want to work in this job and be in this kind of relationship and I want this, 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 this and this. It's more like, okay, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel these emotions? And we really pick up on those emotions and they're usually really concordant with the values that you want to live by. So I think it's really important to, to say that out loud that if you feel not right, It doesn't matter if you don't know exactly what the next step is. If anything, that's even more of a signal to come into alignment. It's even more of a signal to start doing this work because the work can help you to get there. And I'm sure that you found that also on your journey because I can honestly say for me, when I look back now at all the different versions of myself that went on this personal development journeys and did all this work, I had absolutely no idea what was coming ahead of me. I had no idea. I didn't know at any point I was going to work as a life coach. I didn't know about my future relationships. I didn't even know exactly where I was going to live. Like all the external packaging, I didn't know what it would look like. I just knew that I wanted something different and that it would feel really different. And, and you know, it does. Yeah, I think uh, absolutely. I Everything you said, plus I also have this program, which is Dear Future Self, which is also envisaging, like working with a future version of you. And uh, I'm combining it with human design. So we dive also like, do you need to bring like, are you manifesting specific things, which is a certain type of human design? Part of the chart is responsible to tell whether you need to manifest specifically or actually it's non-specific. So you need to just bring in more of sensations and so on and so forth. But when working with people, they like, I have no idea. I have no idea what lights me up. I have no idea. I don't have clarity. And then we start looking at more specific things. It's like, what are your curiosities? What do people compliment you on? Where are you most lit up? What gives you most joy? And like asking very specific things, to the point where like show me what are you saving on instagram like what are the so these are your curiosities these are your passions if you're saving them in your save tab or what documentaries are you listening to what ro- rabbit holes you go to so asking specific questions then it forms a picture of actually what's more authentic to you and then from there you don't have to have the exact plan on either how to monetize or how to get there just yet but at least acknowledging these things about yourself will already like indicate that like okay then from there you'll have the clue for the next step and from the next step you'll like it, it's a it's a progress right so it's not important to know exactly where you're going to be in five years because i think like that old paradigm way of thinking is really like our world is a lot more dynamic than thinking five ten years like things changed quicker now so it's a more important it's like okay what feels most like me right now how i place myself in those environments in those situations more and from there new things will unravel so like taking on that kind of more step-by-step process and i love that we combining your future you with my dear future self actually at our retreat because I think like it's going to be such a beautiful container to explore these things in a way where everyone is in the same page and everyone is trying to figure out and actually seeing like I do a lot of this kind of group work seeing how different the versions are when we actually ask ourselves the right questions yet in society we are supposed to follow this kind of like the norm or like what's accepted but when people come together and ask themselves the right questions that everyone's answers are so different and so beautiful to witness Mm, wow I love that and it makes me so excited for the retreat and I also wanted to say I love how we've obviously already done the the workshop schedule and content for 
for the retreat and we have got we've got an amazing workshop about this how to ask the right questions and doing that in a group setting so really excited for that and I think that if you're listening to this and you're feeling like wow like I'm really resonating with that idea of not necessarily knowing exactly what the next steps are but knowing that something isn't in alignment then you know these are the kinds of things that we are going to be coming together to do on the retreat now I wanted to I guess carry on this conversation I think we're really diving into these symptoms of being not in alignment because I definitely had some more to share did you have any others that come up for you when you think about either yourself or others feeling not aligned Yes, one is a major one. Actually, it's tiredness and exhaustion. It's like, you know, when you wake up, you already feel a bit tired. And then you're like, I'm just tired. And it, it comes up. And this, like, just for anyone listening, this is not okay. This is your body telling you that you are using your energy in a way that's a, not sustainable, B, not aligned. And the thing is, you know, I was also medically diagnosed with a burnout. So I've been there. I like anyone who is experiencing it now, my heart goes to you because it's really hard to explain until you feel it. But once you have felt it, I'm so attuned to my energy levels right now because I can almost taste the bleakness of it if it ever kind of like comes into my radar again. So Feeling tired and exhausted by the things in your life just because it's not okay. There is it means that you are directing your energy in a in a way into a place that's not giving you energy. Because if you are if you're kind of doing things that light you up, if you are working in alignment, if your relationship is bringing you like all of the positive energy, you'll not feel exhausted. You'll feel actually rejuvenated and nourished by it. So just see how things that you're doing are making you feel. And I'm not talking about this like, oh, I'm tired, I need to sleep, and then I wake up and I'm fine. If you have this underlying thread of tiredness, please pay attention. Again, I'm I'm speaking from a place of care just because I have experienced what it is like to ignore these signs. And but our body speaks to us. At first, it starts to whisper. But if we don't listen to these whispers, it starts to shout and it starts to get ill and it starts to shut down. And that's not where you want to get. And I want to add to that, that my personal experience of not being in alignment was physical symptoms. So I agree completely. Fatigue, tiredness, like chronic fatigue basically is a symptom. Obviously, there's many other reasons why people may feel tired. And there is there are biological things like, you know, not having enough like being nourished in the right way and not hormonal issues we're not we're not saying that if you feel tired then there's something wrong with you How, there's something wrong with you like in terms of where you are in your life but I agree with you completely I think that when something is feeling off and you're not in alignment your body knows it absolutely knows and for me I can tell you that I mean in London I used to be tired and sick a lot and I really really felt that I don't know if I was burnt out. I think that we have different stories in that way. I was very much just didn't have energy for my life. And I felt really not connected to what I was doing. So I didn't have excitement for it. And that came out in lots of tummy aches and lots of migraines. And like I had really, when I was living in London, I had really, really bad skin problems. I had really bad eczema. And that eczema was really came from not 
you know, not living a life that was truly meant to live. And it's funny because when I moved to Tel Aviv and I was in a hot country, it's like, oh, the weather's nicer, therefore my eczema disappeared. But it's not true. That's not the reason it disappeared. It was because I'd made an aligned choice. And I remember, wow, personal share, but when I was in my past relationship, so we're talking, I mean, this is four or five years ago now, went to an acupuncturist. And I remember sitting in the chair and being like, every symptom like every possible part of my immune system was screaming at me and it was also at the time I was in a not aligned relationship I was in a not aligned role in this event sales job and I had really bad stomach problems I had really bad skin my allergies were really acting up I had sleep problems I was exhausted I was emotional all the time and I remember reading off those list of things and now I look back and I remember he said to me, okay, I want you to start to practice gratitude and I want you to meditate. And I'm like, no, I need you to fix me. Like put needles in me to make my physical body different. And the truth was, it was nothing to do with my physical body. It was all these internal symptoms. And I believe that so much that when you live a life not in alignment and you keep ignoring it and keep going on, your body is going to tell you, literally tell you that something is wrong. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's absolutely true. Um, there are two books that I always recommend my clients to read. One is "But um, When Body Says No" by Gabor Mate, and another one is uh, "Body Keeps the Score." So these are like really important to kind of get your head around the subject. How everything in our body is connected. Like it's a small body, and our nervous system runs through it. And our immune system, our hormonal apparatus, like everything is connected. So when you are thinking like, oh, this hurts, but it's just isolated thing like that. No, like, like try to think what your body is trying to say no to and pay attention to that because it's wisdom is in the body, not in the head. We we are conditioned to think that we have to be, make rational, logical decisions and think have to make sense, but actually things need to feel good but actually is there anything else that you're thinking of symptoms that are coming up for you or your clients when you think of non-alignment well it's actually connected to what we were just speaking about now about this kind of exhaustion and physical symptoms is that when we are in that space of not alignment it's really confronting so a lot of what people do is they try to avoid so they want to not be in that place anymore, but it's not a quick fix. So therefore, they often make choices. I want to say they, I've definitely been here. And it's about, I call it in coaching, buffering. So my listeners have probably heard me reference it before. I do speak about it quite a lot. And that buffering, when it comes to toxic buffering, so things that we're doing can look like drinking a lot. It can look like smoking weed. It can look like doing other toxic behaviors, scrolling, watching loads of Netflix. It can be spending lots of money and maybe going out a lot to parties and things, which not saying any of these things, we have to completely banish them and never do them again. But it's all about really recognizing and doing them in recognizing why we're doing them and doing them in a more conscious and intentional way but I feel like all of these behaviors that I see really compound this physical symptom so it's like you're already feeling exhausted and burnt out or you're feeling low in energy because you're swimming against that stream that isn't right for you so to make it even worse we think we're trying to make it better by avoiding it but then we add in all these unhealthy habits and I think that unhealthy habits is a really big block 
to making change. It's a big block to doing those things because I hear it time and time again. I'll have clients who will come on a, a consult call and they really want to make a change, but they say, you know, well, I spend this amount of money on, you know, buying all these clothes and going out for drinks and drinking, you know, a glass of wine after work each day with a, with a colleague and then doing all these things, but I can't afford coaching. And it's like, it, it's so one of those things where it's like, think about when you step up and start to break free and live a more aligned path. Yes, it might take a jump of money. It might take a little investment. It's definitely going to take investment in time and energy and money to get out of this position. But everything you earn on the other side is going to really compensate for that. You're going to get it back in a million different ways. So that's something I see a lot of those avoidant behaviors where you really it's called buffering because you don't want to experience those emotions. So you don't want to sit in that negative emotion of the frustration and the and the bitterness and the sadness and the, yeah, just that feeling of non, non-alignment. So let's just do other things instead that ultimately just keep you stuck or make you even worse. Yeah, absolutely. I think by picking up these habits, what you're doing is numbing out your current reality. So if it's a glass of wine every day, which, hello, (laughs) it used to be me at some point. Now I can't remember the last time I had a drink, like, honestly. But it's not like because I'm not like I'm not drinking anymore. It's just like I don't have to numb numb anything out. So I'm actually I'm drinking, but intentionally. And it's like, you know, I love like also like the kind of the social aspect of it. But if you need to numb out your current reality, let that sink in. It means that it's really like not in alignment with you. And we are using this word a lot, but actually what is happening, it's just the things that are not, like you have filled your life with things that are not making you happy. And you have to like, like tone down that sensation of, you know, all of these not self themes of the bitterness and disappointment and frustration and so on, just kind of like get you through. So yeah, just really uh, something I have experienced myself. I remember there was a time in my life, it was just after my breakup and I was already kind of in line in uh, my career. I just didn't know what like what that sensation was just yet. What I would do is to say whatever gets me through. So if it was a glass of wine every day, absolutely fine. No problem. I wasn't like excessively drinking, but it was very regular. If I needed a sleeping pill to sleep because I was struggling with insomnia, whatever gets me through if yeah like if it was like a binge watch tv show and you know i I still think like why not it's entertainment right but like start thinking like what happens just before you do that what goes through your brain are you trying to entertain yourself or are you trying to soothe yourself so that's the question are you trying to like make things a little bit less bad by doing those things what does it give you and what like what's the intention behind it? And when you actually dive into that and when you start like becoming more aware and more conscious and more intentional about these things, like nothing wrong with watching a TV show or enjoying, you know, a cold glass of cold white on a summer day. Go for it. Like I I'll be there with you. But at the same time, if you're just doing it for the sake of doing because like things are bad, otherwise that's where it becomes problematic. This is also like a big sign and a big red flag, I believe. I believe so too. And I think also, I think we shouldn't open this topic too much and we can talk about it maybe in the next episode or another time. But I think that, you know, the 
the plus side of what happened during Corona, during COVID, was that people stopped rushing around in their lives. They stopped rushing. That was an, it's another sign. It's another buffering is that constantly having social plans, not wanting to ever spend time alone, not being comfortable to sit in your own emotions, you know, not being able to just be at home by yourself, you know, relaxing, journaling, have a bath, meditate, all these things. And I think that's the plus side of what happened with COVID is that people all of a sudden were confronted and it was like, oh, I don't have anywhere to go and I have to be in my house right now. And something happened there where a lot of people started questioning themselves, getting into this world of personal development, doing courses, doing coaching programs, connecting with other people who also felt this way because all of the external distractions went away. So mm. yeah, that's just like an extra thing that I wanted to to say to that because it's something that I see a lot. And now I'm speaking to a lot of people who are like, kind of went, fell back into it, you know, fell back into that life of the glass of wine every night, going straight home, you know, going straight to social plan, sorry, after work, kind of that, that busy life, right? It's the sign of being busy all the time. So I think we mm-hmm. can carry on forever. I think there were loads and loads of signs of misalignment and I want to make a point here to everyone listening that we're not doing this episode to kind of, you know, we and because we're going to finish soon and we're going to carry on in the next one. I don't want it to be like this is all doom and gloom because I think what the the point of it is is really pointing out that a if you feel this way, then you're not alone, right? There's so many people, me and Yelena, both of us included, have been through this and have been through our journeys of feeling not in alignment of feeling that something's off and feeling like ready to make a change and not sure what's next. So you are absolutely not alone. And B, knowing that there is a way out of this. And there's also many, many things that you can do, even just listening to these episodes and really following us and our social media and things for free that you can do. And it's also why we've created the retreat because we really want it to be like a jump start for people to come. And if you're feeling off to just know that there's a safe space, a group of people with me and you who are, me and you being me and Elena, who are obviously certified, qualified life coach and facilitators. And we completely you know, we put together this program that is going to help you feel not alone and feel that there's a way out and feel like there's something that you can do and bring together our communities and and help you to to not feel off anymore. So yeah, I just wanted to, before we even end and wrap up, to say that it isn't supposed to be like we're giving you all of these things and then leaving you. Yes, absolutely agree. And also just to everything we shared today, I just want to add that it's not from a place where like, well, we fixed this and now we, we are also work in progress. So actually now when these things are coming up for me, it's like I still sometimes feel tired and exhausted or overwhelmed or like I can pick up a numbing behavior but now instead of being like oh my god like everything is I'm like oh interesting what is it trying to teach me and then like it's just like an invitation for me to realign and reassess again so it's not coming from a place of like graduation like of of like this sort of non-alignment that's it like graduate never again like it's it's daily practice so also kind of the experience is embodied because it's still coming up and that's what also as emma says we are sharing this in a container of a retreat but also we are sharing our own experiences and things that have helped our clients in a way that actually in what is it four days 
it's just a little boot camp of reassessing and seeing what action needs to be taken in a community setting where we are all doing it together, ourselves including as well. So we are excited not only to bring it and facilitate and hold space, but also like I, I'm sure that more things will be coming up for us there as well. Oh, totally. And I want to say, and it's God, I can't believe it's already been a year, but one of my favorite in-person workshops that I've ever been to is when you and Hillary in Mexico one year ago ran the Dear Future Self workshop and I was the client there. And wow, like the power of coming together and doing it in person was was incredible. It was honestly one of the best workshops that I've been to. And I had so many understandings from it. And it was like a few hours. I think it was like a two two or three hour workshop. Two hours. Um, it was two hours. Yeah. Two hours. So if you think about what we're going to do in four days, like, I have no doubt that it's going to create major change. On that note, we have to wrap up and... I'm going to invite all of you to come back to the episode next week where what we're going to do is carry on this conversation of talking about alignment, but we're going to move on to the next step, which is talking about what to do next. So we really want to make it practical for you. So really come with a pen and paper or grab your phone notes as long as you're not driving. And we want to give you steps that you can really go through already. And they're going to be mini, kind of like a micro example of the content that we're bringing to you on the retreat, but really want it to be that you could already start to implement changes and you can walk away after listening to these two episodes, feeling a little less off and having a little more clarity. I love that. I'm so excited for the next week's episode. Right. So inviting you all to come back, inviting all of you, if you've not already heard the fantastic first episode that we recorded together to go back and listen to it. For anybody who doesn't know who Elena is, I speak about you all over my content all the time. So I'm sure most of you already know a lot about you. But for those who don't, where can they find out more about you and join your community? Uh, On Instagram, I am hell hello.gel uh, j-e-l and uh, my website is and also dot space um, so yeah on Instagram I mostly post about my in-person workshop so you can see and get the taste for what it feels like when we all come together and on my website I list my offerings which consist of human design breath work and authentic relating Amazing, which are all things that we're going to do together on the retreat. Exactly, exactly. I hope that you like this week's episode of the podcast. And if you did and you want to help me spread the Turning 30 mission, I would really appreciate and be so very, very grateful if you could go onto whichever podcast platform you're listening to this on and rate the podcast five stars. And I would be even more grateful if you could share it with friends, anybody that you think would benefit. And if you have a social media following and sharing podcasts is something that you like to do I would really love if you could share the podcast share this episode and let's try and get the turning 30 podcast into as many ears as possible I also just wanted to quickly come on at the end of the podcast and invite you to a free workshop that I'm going to be running on April the 16th and it's all about comparison one of my all-time favorite topics and it's actually going to be the updated brand new version of my signature workshop fuck the timelines and live your own path at 30. This workshop is going to be all about 
comparison, why we compare and what to do to get out of comparison, how to turn the volume up on you. And as you will have heard from this episode, this is something that so many of my clients struggle with in their 30s when they feel left behind and they start to look at everybody else and what everyone else is doing and really just focusing so much on other people instead of focusing on the most important person, the main character in your story, which is yourself. The workshop's absolutely free and it's going to be taking place on Sunday, April the 16th. It will be evening time for UK, Europe and Israel and it will be daytime or morning time for those of you who are based in the US. So the link to sign up is in the podcast blurb or you can head over to my Instagram at turning30coach and you can sign up there. Really can't wait to see you there. We're going to be talking about some very, very relevant topics that I know a lot of you struggle with and I'm going to be showing up and teaching you for free how to get out of comparison and how to live your own path. Can't wait to see you there.